Some people don't like the idea of investing in real estate because they think they will have to manage a property and they don't want the headache that that brings, like screening residents, getting late night phone calls for maintenance, and just the management in general. But what if I told you that you could passively invest in real estate without having to worry about any of that? Now, this is made possible through what is called syndication. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to passively invest in real estate through syndications and how a syndication works. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. Have you ever wondered how people can afford to buy some of these multi-million dollar apartment complexes, office buildings, or shopping centers? You may not have thought about it before, but many of these real estate properties are not owned by one person, but rather a group of people who pool their money together so they can buy something bigger than they could do so themselves. To demonstrate this idea, you've probably heard of or seen the show Shark Tank, in which you have entrepreneurs who have created something and they enter the shark tank and offer these sharks, aka investors, a percentage of their business and profits. And if the shark or the investor finds the business as something of value to them based on the number of products sold, their projections, uh, and belief just in the idea and the entrepreneurs, they will negotiate to get what they think is a fair offer. Now, while there are a couple of differences to what they do in the shark tank compared to real estate syndications, syndications are kind of similar to this. And you can syndicate businesses, real estate. It's really used when an asset is too big to buy yourself. So you partner with others to take it down and split the equity. And that is ultimately what a syndication is. So now that we got the idea of what a syndication is and what that word means, let's break down syndications within the asset of real estate. If you are investing in a multifamily syndication, that means you're investing with a group of investors in an apartment building or an apartment complex. Within the syndication, you're going to have two separate parties. One is the general partners or the GPs. We're going to describe that in a second. And the other party is the limited partners or LPs. Now GPs, what those are is they're similar to the entrepreneurs in Shark Tank. The difference is they're bringing a real estate investment opportunity to investors. So the GPs, they basically do all the work. They find the deal, analyze the deal, have the connections with real estate brokers, insurance brokers, property managers, lenders, etc. And then they help raise capital for the deal and manage the asset. That's what the GPs do. They do all the legwork behind the deal. The LPs, on the other hand, are the passive investors. So with Shark Tank, Mark Cuban or Mr. Wonderful or whoever it is, they don't operate completely as passive investors. After all, many 
people that bring their business to the Shark Tank want their connections and expertise, but in a syndication, the passive investors are not required for any sort of the operations in the deal at all. The only real job for the LP is to analyze the deal for themselves, make sure they agree with the numbers that are being underwritten by the GPs and they don't think those are too bullish, make sure they have vetted the GPs, they're people they trust, and really, after that, they just wire their money and keep up with the emailed reports that is sent to you in your email, which is basically monthly for a lot of GP teams. And in these, the GPs, in these emails, that is, the GPs just break down how things like rehab on units are going, how the occupancy is, and so on and so forth. LPs don't really have a say in the deal except if they want to invest their money or not. This is the truest form of passive investing there is in real estate, and it can't really get more hands-off than that. Find a good sponsor, double-check their deal, invest your money, and watch it grow. So within a syndication, GPs will get equity for finding, funding, and operating the deal, while LPs get equity for how much they invested in the deal. From there, they can split the equity into all sorts of different ways to keep it simple, Let's say it was a 75 to 25 LPGP split. GPs, they split their 25% equity based on the amount of work done in the deal, while the LPs will split their 75% equity based on how much they invested in the deal. Now with these deals, usually investors are looking for greater than 15% average annual rate of return and at least 6% what is called cash on cash return, which just means if you invest $100,000, you get $6,000 back each year on average. That's what cash on cash return means. So GPs will adjust the amount of equity split to help bring those returns to LPs so they can feel confident they can raise the money for the deal. After all, ultimately, the GPs really are in competition with things like the stock market because they're trying to offer a better return to an investor than they would get in the stock market. So that's why they're looking for returns that are greater than 15% average and return plus the cash on cash return to go along with all the tax benefits and the benefits from inflation that real estate can have as well. There are a lot of little details when talking about syndications and how they are structured, but the main thing I want you to realize from this episode is that if you like the idea of investing in real estate but don't want to manage it but purely passively invest, like you would in a stock, for example, or S&P 500, syndications provide that opportunity for you. The only real kicker with syndications, though, is that you're going to have to have a good amount of money to be able to invest. So in many deals, GPs will often ask for a minimum of $50,000, although some are willing to go down to $25,000. It really just depends on the deal and how well you know the GPs and really the reason they're doing this is because, and this is getting really into the weeds here, but this explains why, is because if you are doing what is called a 506B deal, then you're only allowed to have 35 investors. So let's say you're needing to raise $2 million. Well, if 35 investors only want to invest, call it $20,000 each, then you're not going to be able to raise the money that is going to be needed to close the deal. So that is why there's often a minimum of $50,000 for your investment. 
I do want to mention there is a thing called crowdfunding now where they allow you to invest much smaller amounts of money in real estate. While the upside is you can invest less, the downside is, to me, you're not going to really know the GPs or the lead sponsors that are operating the deal. And if I'm going to invest, especially a good amount of money, I want to make sure that I know and trust the people that are operating the deal. Now with syndications, one problem or one con of them is that real estate is not a liquid asset, meaning you can't get your money in and out of it like you could a stock. So if you invest $50,000 in a deal and it's a five-year deal, you are not able to pull that money out until the end of the deal or the deal sells or maybe is refinanced, whatever their business plan is. So you're not going to be able to liquidate that money three years into it if it's a five-year hold. It's just stuck there. So you better trust the GPs operating the deal because after all, they are managing your money during the life of that deal. So that in a nutshell is what multifamily syndications are and how people can invest in multi-million dollar apartment complexes. They aren't doing it themselves, but they are doing it as a group of people. And there are other structures people use as well like the crowdfunding that I mentioned, but also joint ventures, which a joint venture or a JV is just where you do a deal with no limited partners. So maybe there are four partners who are going to tackle a $1 million deal and they agree to each invest in the property and split the equity 25% between all four of them. They may all bring the same amount of capital or a different amount of capital. One may be the deal finder and manager while others invest capital and maybe only do a little amount of work. There are all sorts of different ways to partner with other people to do larger deals. And I should note that I'm talking about multifamily syndications just because that's the one I'm a little bit more active in. But you can also do this with industrial warehouses. You can do it with office buildings, shopping centers. You can syndicate any of those. I I like some of those plays as well. Multifamily to me is just a little bit more stable right now because we're always going to need housing. So apartments aren't going to be going anywhere compared to office buildings that, well, with COVID and people working more virtually and remotely now, office buildings aren't as needed, don't have as high of a demand as they once did. So to kind of close out here, partnerships are one of the most important parts to going bigger, whether it's an investment in a syndication, operating a business, and so on. And passively investing in syndications is one of my favorite investments because it reaps the benefits of real estate without having to do the work of managing the property. If passively investing in multifamily syndications may be something that is of interest to you, then feel free to reach out to my Instagram with any questions. As a matter of fact, uh, me and some partners even have a deal that people can invest in right now. So People listening to this note that I'm saying this for the time frame of the recording in late December 2021 and January 2022. But even if you don't necessarily feel comfortable with investing yet, but want to get more used to the idea, I'd be happy to email something like our brochure over, which has the webinar showing projected returns, business plan, etc. So you can see what a deal looks like. I didn't know about syndications until only a few years ago, and I wish I had known about it sooner. 
but hopefully from this episode you now realize that it is possible for you to invest passively in real estate. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at Money Vision U. We look forward to catching you in the next class.